with you all day long. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. A brutal day to drive with some people. And I know that the drivers are not ideal, some of them. Maybe I'm talking about the one that's talking right now. But uh, you're the like I've said before, Chris. You're the best, yeah. worst driver I've ever seen. Yeah, Thank that's you. a good way of putting it. Thank like Chris, you. a great driver. Yeah, but if you're... only he put his whole heart and soul into the drive. <laughs> yeah, like concentrated. <laughs> <laughs> I've been driving since I was seven years old on the farm, so uh, it's been a long time. And uh, anyway, and I tell my wife this all the time. And again, I love her so much, and I know she's listening this morning because she's all worried about the roads and her kids driving on them. But uh, uh, so I'm scared but that's okay she just she's oh, that she. she's that she's that person when you're driving that's always <gasps> <gasps> like oh yeah constantly constantly and i'm like hun we've been together now for over 30 years and other than that one problem we had on corn nut alley when i hit the cur- <laughs> when i hit the curb a number of years ago with a bag of corn nuts your elbow deep in some corn nuts yeah and i hit a curb and the corn nuts went flying it was like a shotgun went off in the vehicle but i said other than that time when have i ever led you astray knock on wood we've never hit the ditch we've never hit another vehicle we've never 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 but every time we get in the, and we drive she's always doing that <gasps> sound always and i'm like hun it's a wife sound. Is it? I think my mom started with my dad. Yeah. I knew that sound very intimately. <laughs> it used to happen before we got out of the driveway. <gasps> my dad would look over and say, we're not even out of the driveway. Could it you is cool the worst. It? And like, I'm the only one I think that can drive my mom without her making that sound now. And I like to say to my wife and to my mother, driving with me is like riding in God's pocket. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you my wife just knows, if yourself. God had road rage. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And the one thing my wife thinks when I drive uh-huh. is if there's a car in front of me and I'm not braking enough, she thinks I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to plow into it. And she goes, <laughs> <laughs> so she does make the sound. <laughs> well, not often, but once in a while. Jack, do you make the sound? I don't. No, but to be completely honest, if Bobby is driving, my face is so far in my phone. Oh, I don't yeah. even pay attention to the road. I don't even know where we are. <laughs> You just wake up a new place. Oh, look. Just slapping up four or five Instagram stories. You don't get car sick from doing that? No. No, and I do get motion sickness, but not from my phone. It's magic. But yeah, yeah, no. And to be honest, if I have to drive, I am mad that I can't be on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) So I love when Bob drives. Sounds like you might have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) I I wish my wife was as distracted as you when we drive because she's not. She's like, and she says I'm getting worse. Like she says, you're getting worse as you get older. Without a doubt, you are, though. not staying in the middle of the lane and like she said <laughs> oh, no. you're turning into the old farmer but the la nissan our uh vehicle it has lane Ultima control, got lane control. <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it helps you it warns me and, and when it warns me like it does that sound she's like <gasps> she makes the sound again so anyway she even makes i the mean sound. your wives are getting a lot of air at least <laughs> oh they're taking in a lot <laughs> do you have a <gasps> driver with you that drives you crazy or you know what's the story I don't know. I'll- you know what? I got to say, as a passenger, and it doesn't happen with me anymore because I don't drive with anybody, Yeah, I'm a bit of a worrywart in the passenger seat. I'm not the greatest person to drive with. Yeah. Yeah, we know. We've gone to <laughs> Calgary with you. <laughs> Terry from Legal just texted and says, Chris, it is not about your driving. It's the situation. Trust me. It is the exact same with me and my husband, and it's been over 20 years. Okay. It's not me. It's you. Is yeah. that what we're saying? Yeah. All right. It's Chris. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're safely at work this morning. We're lucky, uh, some of the lucky ones, but I know it's going to be a, a challenge in so many different ways. We're getting so many texts and calls about uh, uh, traffic, uh, the way uh, you know it's, it's going to be affected, and school bus is not running, so it's just a, another one of those days in the neighborhood. Somebody says 56 kilometers an hour is a nice draw weight coming in from St. Albert. All right. Yeah, just bring it in. Oh, gosh. Bring it in. Bring it in. Nice out turn. Get you to work. (laughs) I kind of did feel like a curling rock. One of my uh, friends, Rick, actually texted me. He says, now you know what it's like to feel like a curling rock. And it was exactly like that as I was driving on Garden Valley Road this morning uh, coming in. So uh, winter storm warning. The mm-hmm. rain should change to snow, which would probably be a relief, although then the snow is going to start to blow so hard that it's going to reduce visibility. So we've got uh, basically everything you could possibly think of coming at some point today. I don't know. There'll be a lot of ooing and aahing in vehicles. Yeah. If you're home and safe, yeah. this is an exciting time. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> storm's s- coming. You ever, again, you guys drive more in the city. and so, right. But do you ever scare yourself? Like when you get scared, like you think you're going to... You oh, know, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes corners can get a little scary. (laughs) And do you let out sounds too sometimes? You know? No, I'm pretty silent. An inside scream, perhaps. (laughs) You just get that that racing heart. (laughs) (laughs) Next shot of adrenaline. You're like, oh, better clean it up. Here we go. (laughs) All right, there's the warning to go a little slower. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Quick draw time. Ian and Dawn are on the line. How are you guys doing today? Good. How are you? Uh, you know what? We're doing all right. You guys, either of you guys uh, been on the roads yet this morning? Oh, yes. Not, not the greatest. I might drive sure. my kids. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay, Ian says not the greatest, and Dawn says she might drive her kids. Okay, well, you know what? It's uh, kind of one of those mornings, but uh, let's try to make it a little better for one of you. Uh, again, the first one to get three answers out of five is going to be in that draw at the end of the week for $250. You guys ready to go? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Name a TV show that starts with an F. Family Ties. Razor. Family that was Ties. Dawn. Okay. A classic. It's an old show. Yeah. I thought for sure Friends was going to come in there, but yeah, there you go. All right. Here we go. Question number two. An item in a catalog that starts with the letter U. Underwear. I heard underwear. I think that was a dead heat. Yeah. Yeah. I think they both said it at the same time. So we're going to move on to another question. Okay. Okay. Here we go. A Christmas song that starts with an I. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. She's got it. Ian, you're in deep, bud. <laughs> Ian, yeah. just one answer to stay alive. At least you're already at work. Okay. <laughs> That's the yeah. good news. Uh, all right, here we go. A reason to make a phone call that starts with the letter C. Crash. <laughs> Crash? Yes, yeah. and appropriate for today. I think Ian's holding some lasting trauma from the drive. <laughs> here we go. A reptile that starts with the letter G. Gecko. Bang. Dawn, yeah. you did it on a Monday morning. Yeah. That's because she hasn't been on the roads yet. <laughs> yeah. Good luck, Dawn. Ian, thanks for being a great sport, and uh, have a great day, all right? You too, bud. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
you know, there's there's speculation. And this is absolutely the truth that uh, Blue Monday was created by the travel industry, right? Back to make, in 2005. Yeah, to make everybody go, oh my gosh, I can't Big take travel. Can't take January anymore. I got to travel. I got to get out. I so, need some sunshine. Uh, but they say, you know, they say technically it's the um, saddest, most depressing day of the year. Mm-hmm. This, uh, you know, the bills have all come in. Christmas is long over. New Year's resolutions broken by now. Right, right, and you're just kind of in the middle of this blah month, and then you had another bender. After Christmas, and you're like, why? And, it's, and just add a little bit of a sprinkle, light sprinkle of uh, COVID onto it, too. Oh, it right. just, yeah, yeah. You know, makes it even more. A light sprinkle. <laughs> well, you know. It's more of a heavy down. The cat fell off. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we, we were thinking, what could we do with Blue Monday? And, you know, we what we should probably do is, like, tell, you know, get little... Like have uh, jokes or something like that to lift nah. people's spirit, but no, we said we let's just, revel in it <laughs> for now. Anyway, <laughs> sometimes just, you want to be sad. Yeah. Well, hey, if you're listening to a country music station, um, there's probably a good chance that you like to like like to be sad sometimes <laughs> when it comes to the music that you listen to. I mean, like that whole story, the whole joke, right? You get your dog, you get your wife, and you get your what truck back? Pretty you much. Play a country song backwards. Um, Anyway, so we're looking for your saddest songs, the songs that make you the saddest. And no matter what, they don't have to be country either. But, uh, for example, Jack, you got one? I'm going to start us off with a little country. All right. Feed Jake. Before I wake, feed Jake. He's been a good dog. Dog sadness. My best <laughs> Next level. Chris is yeah. almost crying right, right now. Oh, my gosh. Long. If I die before I wake. Feed Jake. Yeah. Ooh, that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, you think about your dog. That's that's it. All right, Matt, you got one for us? Yeah, this goes out to uh, the seventh guy in that 14-car pileup. Okay. <laughs> Here you go, bud. All right. <laughs> All right, I'm going to bring you to a place. It's 2003. It's my mom's basement. Yeah. I'm laying on the bed weeping over a girl who doesn't give me the time of day. Right. And I slap on some Goo Goo Dolls, Iris. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I feel you on this, Matt. Remember like City of Angels? Yes. Yes. She gets hit by the logging truck. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> no, that's not good. Oh, yeah. All right. That song. is sad. Okay. But I would suggest, I would suggest this is the saddest song of all time. It is true that whenever they do a, um, you know, a, a whatever, they, they, they ask, what's the, what's the uh, one of the biggest songs in country music history? This song is one of them, but it also has to be one of the saddest songs on the planet by the great George Jones. He stopped loving her today. Oh, God, that's it. It plays to reef upon his door. Listen to him wail. This is a good idea, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We were having fun on Friday when we came up with this. Oh, boy. Hey, I got one queued I'm up. Somebody, sad. You know, I knew somebody was going to send in this text. Yeah. So we'll just play it and get it out of the way. All right? All here right, it is. Go ahead. I heard oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Why, Johnny? To see Fun fact, Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails, who originally wrote this song, yeah. heard this cover and said, this song is no longer mine. It is Johnny's. Whoa, yeah. really? Yeah. 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 
God, oh, stop it. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst idea ever. Hey, let's do it a few more times. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What is the saddest song that you could possibly think of? 780-421-1039. You could also text oh, I can't, us. The Cat Carol's in. The Cat oh, Carol. yeah. The Cat Carol. Have you, have you ever heard the song about the cat and the carol? Oh, my gosh. Teddy Bear by Red Sovine. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a sad one. Christmas <laughs> shoes. It's called <laughs> <laughs> and lots of, anyway, all right, give us yours, uh, 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103939. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, on this, uh, well, crazy day in traffic, when fire trucks are hitting the ditch, that's not a good sign. Um, anyway, Blue Monday. So we could have talked about the song that makes you smile, but instead we decided to to talk about the songs that make you cry, and the phones are ringing off the <laughs> hook, and the texts are rolling in at one zero three nine three nine. Sometimes we just like to be sad, yeah. like when we hear "What Hurts the Most" by Rascal Flatts. Yes. And there's only one thing more sad than the song, and that's the video for the song. It's up there. Thank God Gary's hair is still making me feel a little bit of joy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This person says, uh, "What about Tim McGraw? Don't take the girl." Oh. Don't even get to the words, Tim. Johnny's daddy was taking him fishing. Yeah, we know where that goes. He was eight years old. Well, that's nice. Please turn it off now. <laughs> I think, like, maybe she's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and lots of text for Whiskey Lullaby. To get her off his mind until the night. Yeah. He put that bottle to his head. All right. (laughs) (laughs) We are going places. You know, there's nothing like a good, you know, black hole of sad songs sometimes. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, We'll get it here soon. No problem. A a Blue Monday, they say the saddest day of the year. It's just, I mean, again, we don't want to portray that, but we're looking for your sad songs this morning. And uh, yeah, you've got a lot. Yeah, we found them. You got them. Tears in Heaven, Eric Clapton. Mm. Oh, I can't even. Man. I'm not going to tell you how he wrote this song or why. Yeah. Look it up. Ask your mom like I did when I was like seven. (laughs) (laughs) It's an awkward conversation. That's a sad song. Uh Uh-huh. Skip, it's their birthday, and they said, this makes me sad because you love me, Celine Dion. I'm everything I am because you. Happy birthday. I haven't heard this song in forever. <laughs> what an absolute angel. And Celine's not touring. She's not coming to Edmonton now, right? That's right. Yeah. Just Completely to add to the canceled. Oh, Can we play the- that whole thing? I love that song. <laughs> it was a good one. Uh-huh. Uh, every rose has its thorn. Poison. Mm. Is this really sad? Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> All right. What about you? You got one for us? Oh, I've got so many, but I think my ultimate favorite because I've lived it is that ain't my truck. That ain't my truck in her drive. And this ain't my day tonight. Looks like she's in love and I'm that ain't my truck. That is a sad country. Is it because you've lived it? <laughs> oh, man. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could just see that Chevy pulled up there, hey? Uh, well, in my defense, it was a Ford. I drive the Chevy. Okay, so. got it. <laughs> now he's Good. got some speed holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Good. So I got two for you. Yeah. Uh, if I Die Young by the band Perry. That one. Oh, Brutal. yeah. If I die young, bury me inside, lay me down on a bed of roses, sink me in the river at dawn, send me away with the words of a love song. Or Grandpa by the Judge. Grandpa, tell me about the good old days. Tell me about the good old days. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. You, you know what? One of them. Country music has the market cornered. Oh, <laughs> 100%. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, switching gears. Jack, what's the story? Well, there is a TikTok star that has revealed uh, something about the, her first dates. She does it every first date, and it's recently gone viral. Her video has 2.1 million views. Mm-hmm. And she admits that she always sends herself a drink from a fake secret admirer so her date knows that she's in demand. She wrote, when I go to the bathroom and pay the bartender, I tell them to send me an anonymous shot so my date remembers that I have options. (laughs) Then you have a shot. (laughs) She goes on to say, men love a little healthy competition. Okay. No, we don't. (laughs) (laughs) If this happened, you'd just be like, bye. Yeah. No chance. I'm on a date. I'm working hard for that second date. Yeah. But but what if would you somebody be intimidated by it? Your date a shot. I'm in a constant state of intimidation by any woman, <laughs> so this doesn't help. We have talked about this openly on the show. You ha- you did fight like openly for your now wife. I mean, yeah. you had to fight for your wife. Right? I lost it first. Yeah, and then I won. <laughs> Played the long game. But yeah, yeah, is this a weird thing to do? What do you think, Jack? I've never or done it, it personally, but I think it's actually a good idea. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, men want what they can't have. Right. Every time. Right. It's not true uh, also. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> well. You couldn't we, have your wife, and look, you married her. Fair. <laughs> you yeah. were sad when you lost her. Exactly. I think this is a great idea. Yeah. Plus, Matt's right. You get an extra shot. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, the reason to do it. Win. Like, sneakily send yourself, like, six, seven shots. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> <don't> do <laughs> You know what I might do? The next time Karen and I go out on a date, I might buy myself an extra entree <laughs> and say it's from a secret admirer. That would be so funny and believable. An extra burger? Oh. More <laughs> mozzarella sticks? <laughs> For moi? So lots of people are saying, yes, this is such a good idea. You're an icon. I'm doing this next time. But other people are saying, why is this not considered toxic? This is so embarrassing. I don't think I could ever do this. Another person called her insecure. Okay. All right. So there's both sides. You do what you want, right? I mean, I feel like you can go on a date with somebody and you should be with them on merit alone. You don't need any gimmicks, right? right? But hey, there are gimmicks to be used. (laughs) Are you flip-flopping right in front of our eyes again? (laughs) Yes, he is. What do you think? Is it greasy to do something like that or is it brilliant? 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103-939. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking about uh, this lady who goes on first dates, and when she does, she uh, leaves for a second, asks the bartender, hey, somebody bring me a shot and say it's from a secret admirer. So uh, the person I'm with knows that uh, uh, they're in uh, for a bit, in of, demand. They're a bit of a run here, so to speak. And uh, so we're asking, is it brilliant or greasy? What do you think? 
This text says, I think it's brilliant and could up help it could help to determine if they have a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. That would be a funny story later. Like, let's say it gets serious and you're like, yeah. hey, remember that shot on our first date? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's an adorable story to tell your wedding, without a doubt. Yeah. What kind of shot are you sending to yourself? Oh, yeah, that's true. This person says, sitting in her web of lies. Don't be pressuring your date with a fake admirer. Have some self-confidence, girl. Mm-hmm. I, kinda, I tend to agree with that. Yeah. Web of lies. You don't need this. Right? If that guy doesn't want to be with you, that shot's not going to change things. Be yourself. Nate says, this is a greasy, greasy trick. If you have to convince someone that you're in such high demand, maybe you shouldn't be with that person, even if it's just a date. Hmm. Okay. Chris, you send yourself an orange juice? I'm <laughs> <laughs> Here's a cranberry. I think it's kind of greasy. I think it's greasy. Yeah, I, I would suggest it's, it's greasy. But, uh, you know, again, whatever. Jack thinks it's, it's brilliant. I think, yeah. I mean, why not? Yeah. It yeah. doesn't hurt anybody, I guess. Exactly. For your body. <laughs> and you get a free shot. Out there you go. That's right. not free. You paid for it. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Earlier this morning at 6, we had the too early for a question question, and we'll do that again tomorrow morning, as a matter of fact, at 6 o'clock. But uh, new research says that uh, people think you're better looking when you do blank. And the answer to that question was wear a mask. Apparently, wearing a mask is making people better looking. Matt's nodding his head. It's all in the eyes. Yeah. Uh, the problem area on my face is definitely the lower half. Right. I don't have that uh, jawline. Some would say the mouth is the problem for sure. Yeah. <laughs> what comes out of it and visually. <laughs> yes. It is tiny. I have this little mouth and huge jowls. So I right. look like a bullfrog. Right. If I put a mask on, like, dang, that guy looks all right. Yeah. Put your mask on right now. Let me see. I, we're in different yeah. rooms. We're in also FaceTime. we had we're we've been given N95s. No one look looks cool in N95s. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not as they're effective though. They're not as fashion f- focused. But but uh, what do you think, Jack? Is there an improvement when he puts that on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is a little bit of joy in Jack's voice there. Though my eyebrow is also an issue, though. No, no, your eyebrows are just fine. Yeah, forehead. Yeah, it might be your mouth. <laughs> Without a doubt, it's my mouth. I've known this since I was 10. <laughs> All right. Um, what do you think, Jack? Like, seriously. Uh, I, I could see it, most definitely. I, I don't know about guys, but I, I, I think that if you know, when I see a female, and I'm not sure exactly what she looks like, but she's just got her mask on, it's just, it's sort, sort of like the, uh, you know, it's, sometimes it's it's more what you can't see. You yeah, know? It's, maybe it's that air of mystery. It's the illusion of it, I guess, mm-hmm. right? I find it, yeah, I, I, I totally agree that the, the mask... And I also feel that eyes are such an attractive part of anybody, right? Like right. nobody has, nobody, you've never heard somebody say like, oh, they have ugly eyes. Everyone right. has nice eyes. And I've seen that even with people that shave their heads, right? Yes. Like females that yes. shave their heads uh, for whatever it's the reason. Eyes. Um, the You're just like, oh my gosh, I, I had no idea that you're, yeah, you don't notice the eyes as much until For me, that it's happens. the boobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is usually covered, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, that goes the to the mask thing. A little, bit, a little bit like, uh, you know, lefty the imagination. Right. You know, shirts, yeah. masks, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Even the boobs quite often are not as pretty unless once they're unleashed. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I find joy in. All right. <laughs> I started this. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, you did. Keep going, guys. <laughs> 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 I have no idea. Anyway, what do you think? Yes. We did get this text. I bet the appointments for Botox on the forehead and around the eyes have tripled because masks, they are not kind to the middle-aged. I do notice my crow, crow's feet a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's just, the, it's framed, right? There's the focus on it now. Okay. 
There you go. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, what do you think? Do you find somebody more attractive or less with a mask on? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about uh, masks, and uh, new research has uh, said that uh, people find people more attractive when they're wearing their masks. Yes. This text says, as a med student on surgery rotation pre-pandemic, I was told that I looked like Katherine Heigl with my mask on. So this uh, masks being widespread works for me. Okay, there you go. Thank you, Katherine. (laughs) Yeah, I got Grey's Anatomy style here. That's awesome. Uh This text says, less attractive with the mask. I love to see smiles. Okay. And right after that, I think it is less attractive. People, so many people out there have such a great smile, and I'm definitely not one to... I appreciate being able to see it and enjoy it. Okay. Also, like you want to see that your person smile to really tell if they're attractive or not. I was laughing at a text that we got. I'll just sum it up. But they just said, no, it doesn't work for me because they take their mask off and they smile and all you see is their gums. So oh. I guess they're very particular about their smiles. It's <laughs> <laughs> little teeth. All right. Yikes. Agnes did say it's uh, the air of mystery with the mask, she thinks. So there you go. That, uh, you know, gives you, a, that maybe makes you look more attractive. Daryl and Pup Morgan says more attractive. The eyes tell a lot. You can tell if a person is happy or smiling or not happy with you. Okay. Yeah. Look at, look I don't at, mind it. Look at, Jack's, uh, look at Jack's eyes right now. Just wide awake. She looks like she's just blinking know, <laughs> on some uppers. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, but uh, you know, a lot of people would have been, uh, you know, whether it be Snow Valley, Rabbit Hill, or just uh, just going to a you know a Toboggan Hill or doing something mm-hmm. like that. I mean, Jack, you guys have been doing that the last couple of weeks, haven't you? Yeah. After school, um, we're lucky enough that we live close enough to the school, so we walk to we walk there, walk back, and then on the way home, there is a hill in the school field. So right. yeah. I bring the sleds for the girls and we just have a great time after school. Yeah, yeah. It's been awesome. Yeah. I forgot how much fun tobogganing is. Yeah, it is a great time. The best. Yeah, when you're little, I mean, it's, yeah, it doesn't doesn't have to be the giant hill. It doesn't have to be a mountain hill by any means. If you were a a millennial, an elder millennial like Jack and I, (laughs) one of the best gifts you could ever get in the 90s was that Brett Hall GT Snow Racer. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Right? Yeah. Oh, that thing was the best. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unconventional things that you've used to slide down a hill or just, you know, toboggan memories. I mean, we had a lot. I mean, we'd get, we'd get six kids. You know, we, I had a bunch of cousins too. We all grew up together, so we'd just all go tobogganing together. And they'd put six kids on the old, uh, you know, the traditional wood toboggan and uh, down Uncle Sam's <laughs> hill we'd go. Super long one. <laughs> we had an Uncle Sam that lived uh, in, just down the road from us, and there was a hill there, and it was significant. Like, it was good. Like, it was, like, I mean, it was, like, long, long, long. Like, I bet you it was... I don't know, say a quarter mile, but it was long. Like it was like a it was, a quarter mile. It wasn't a quarter mile. <laughs> Are you guys on a mountain? Where no. is this magic hill? It was yeah. the top of Strawberry Creek, and then you came down. But anyway, it was uh, it was significant, and uh, we'd get to the bottom, and sometimes we'd you know hit head on a spruce tree or whatever, which wasn't bright, you know. I'm sure Easy we. Now. I'm sure we were concussed. I, I know that for sure. That oh. was before we got smart and started to put the headgear on people. One of my. Well, this wasn't that funny, but we we went. Rundle Park used to have a great hill. It probably still does. Remember yeah. that one? The Rundle Park Hill. Yeah, it's a big hill, steep, and it was made for tobogganing. Right. Oh. We were probably in high school. We went and we had cardboard. Okay. But there was a guy being pulled out by his kids yeah. who was laying. On Ninja Turtle one, yeah, <laughs> it hurt his back. <laughs> pulled him to the like car. they had to take him. They they took him out of the the area. Of- oh yeah, and Ninja Turtle uh, sled. <laughs> Does the cardboard work? Yeah, oh, really. Gee, yeah, if it gets cold enough. It's not that bad. Yeah. What about the crazy carpets? You guys remember using oh, crazy yeah. carpets? Oh yeah, and they got to be blue for some reason. <laughs> 
Oh, our that school the had a, yeah. like we we crazy carpeted. Yes, I can still I hear it in my ears right now. You guys do too. The warble. Do you hear that? Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. yes, and then you're cold. Yeah. Yes, man, what a memory there. I know. <laughs> it was just the problem was getting to back to the top of the hill. Yeah, brutal. But but at least a crazy carpet was light, right? You just very true. It. Yeah, and what were the saucers called? Like you say, the ninja—they were just saucers or whatever. Yeah, just a saucer. Yeah. Have you used anything unconventional to go down a hill? I I know that there's some redneck ones you'd see sometimes the online. You know, couch. There was wasn't there couches? No, really. Couch like. I'm trying to think that there's people that have taken put skis or something on couches and taken Probably. Them down hills. That'd be that's, so funny. That's a one tripper though, because no way you're pushing the yeah. couch up the hill. <laughs> <Good call. laughs> they're, they're not light. Do you got any great toboggan memories or toboggan stories or what have you used that uh, you probably shouldn't have? Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. But we're talking about uh, tobogganing and unconventional ways that you toboggan, for example. Nicole in Spruce Grove says, I saw a guy on the weekend using an aluminum shovel with the handle still attached. <laughs> oh, man. You might be a redneck if. That's wow. a recipe to get one in the stones. <laughs> I think the only way that would work is if you're sitting with the like the end peed, the edge of the shovel yeah. behind you and the, the handle in front. Just I don't know. It could go bad that way, too. But like, no, no. If you're going like with edge down, you hit the edge, you're going, you know, what over tea kettle? You got you got to have it like I'm just I'm picturing handled you got yeah you got to you got to have it handled first that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> This text says I've actually seen people sledding on a couch down the hill by Connor's Road Yes and another one best memory ever I grew up with eight cousins all around the same age, and my grandfather lived on an acreage in Kelowna with a massive orchard and a huge hill. Well, our parents would load us all up on the hood of an old Chevy and push us down the hill with a frozen pond at the bottom. There it is. You lose a couple cousins by the end, but it was still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. there's eight of them. Dylan, you too? Um, you ever use a hood? A hood, yes, the hood. Yeah, you wax them up or whatever and just throw them down the hill, and they're fun. Or you pull them behind a quad or sled or... Yeah, you know, a truck or something, you know, you're good to go. That right. sounds like your recipe for a tetanus shot. <laughs> well, it's not, I wouldn't suggest it, but it was fun. <laughs> we used to pull the hood behind this uh, snowmobile or the tractor or whatever, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, they, really, they really get going. Thanks, Dylan. You have a good day, sir. You too. Bye-bye. What's going on, Christy? Um, every time you say toboggan and there's like obstacles in the way, I cringe a little bit <laughs> because when I was three years old, I went with my sisters and brothers to a hill in Red Deer, and on the left-hand side was a barbed wire fence. Oh, no! <gasps> and I went down, and um, I turned at the end because I was, you know, by myself, and I have 21 stitches on my right cheek. Oh, it. no! Oh, no, that's awful. You probably can yeah. still see it. Yeah, I can still see it, and I'm, I'm pretty old, but <laughs> it's still there. <laughs> Tracy, what's your story? Out in Callahoo, you know, lovely old Callahoo. My aunt and uncle used to live out in the farm, and they had this huge, big hill. And we were tobogganing on these big old metal, like, discs. What they were is the old Coca-Cola sign from the store. <laughs> so the big old metal Coca-Cola sign, that's what we used to tobogganing with. Wow. What's with your kids trying to get yourselves cut by metal? <laughs> oh, back then we didn't care. We just were tobogganing. We had fun. We had fun, man. How'd you get that rip in that, sa- that jacket I got from sand? Oh, it was the yep. metal toboggan. <laughs> yep. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. 
All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.